Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to the first business of NIL episode. My name is Ahmed Al-Huli and today we will have a special guest by the name of J.R. Tolva. Our topic today is become the best business you can be off the field. So I will just let in our guest JR. JR is just joining us. JR, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? How's things? Uh, good, man. Good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, JR, firstly, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Um, I definitely appreciate it. So today's topic is basically helping athletes becoming the, the best business they can become off the field, how they get their financial structures right, how they build solid companies, how, how they're best in place to make the most of their business off the field. Now I'm going to hand it over to you and let you get us going. Yeah, man, it's it's an interesting situation. I feel like, uh, you know, there's 460,000 student athletes uh, under the NCAA D1, D2, D3 across the country. So on July 1st, uh, the NCAA essentially created 460,000 new businesses overnight. Um, and I think for athletes uh, that are in school, you know, learning in school, learning their playbook, um, everybody's not sitting in a business class or comes from an entrepreneurial background, but everybody has this opportunity to capitalize now on their name, image, and likeness. And by definition, uh, pursuing revenue is a business. And so what I think that uh, athletes are going to have to really start diving into is it's kind of like what Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. Like, what does that mean? And there's a lot of benefits to being a business man. And so that's really one of the things that I want athletes to understand now is, as everybody's kind of coming at them with these opportunities for revenue, um, are they positioned to maximize that revenue based off of how they're approaching and setting up this new business that they have. So that's kind of the uh, the theme really is the infrastructure of business, understanding what it means to be in business, understanding the rules of business, and then putting yourself in position to um, capitalize on all of the benefits that being a business and operating as a business uh, can, can, can do for you. Fantastic. Jaya, let's start at the very beginning or at the, or as, as they say at the very very bottom what's the first thing these student athletes or athletes in general should do before they even earn one cent so name image and likeness business is 
is interesting because you're attaching you, uh, who you are, what you believe to a product or to a service or to an event or to an action. And so I think the very first thing, um, no different than playing on a football team or a basketball team, is um, understanding what your values are. You know, coaches do this very well. Coaches will sit a team down and say, this team is going to be built on, you know, hustle, grit, and attitude, right? That's the values of the team. So I think, number one, the first thing an athlete has to do who decides to pursue this name, image, likeness, revenue opportunity, because this is so closely tied to who they are as a person and to who their reputation and what their reputation is, uh, is to define, um, you know, who they are, right? So what is their personal mission? What's their vision? Uh, what are their values? Uh, because again, you don't want to get into business with the brand that doesn't align with um, your mission, your vision, your values. So that would be the first thing that I would do if I was an athlete today, is I'd really sit down and take a hard look and say, what's my mission? What am I trying to accomplish? What is my vision as it pertains to, you know, how do I want to enter into this enterprise? And then what do I value, right? Um, because you're going to get money and opportunities thrown at you from a lot of different directions. Uh, if you don't define your values up front and your mission and your vision, uh, you may end up just uh, chasing chasing cash, which is never a good thing. Very true. So, Joya, let's let's look at some of the um, financial components or company structures. Basically, what I'm seeing nowadays in the last four days, actually, since NIO went live, is there's a lot of news about deals and talks and you know all the great stuff. But there's but there's not a there's not enough talk about all the boring stuff, your taxes, your company structures, your financial advice, uh, your accountants. Like, what's going on? Like, what's who's looking after all that? What should they be doing? Yeah, that's that's to me step number two, right? So once you kind of sit down and you take a step back and you say, you know, who do I want to be as a company? Um, Step number two really is, is how am I going to operate? And that's three things, like you just said. One of those things is uh, your liability structure, your entity structure. You know, we hear a lot of talk about LLCs and C-Corps and S-Corps. Um, don't ignore that stuff. Really dive in to see uh, what type of entity structure is the best structure for your situation. Um, and I would caution you to say, eh, I don't need that, or eh, that doesn't apply to me. Um, I would really look at it from a business perspective. You know, every single phenomenal business in this country has an entity structure. Whether you're looking at Amazon or you're looking at your favorite donut uh, shop down the street, you know, they really took the time to decide what's going to be the most beneficial entity structure for them. So that's kind of number one as far as like, what type of business am I operating? Uh, the second thing is, how do I want to be taxed, right? So again, you have an entity structure, and it could be an LLC, an S-Corp, a C, whatever it is, right? Uh, liability is one thing. How you're taxed as a business is something totally different. And so I want to kind of dive in and say, revenue 
is completely different than salary. And so I think what a lot of athletes are thinking or what the world in general thinks is, hey, I just signed this deal with Pizza Hut. They paid me $50,000. That's my compensation. Well, the reality of that situation is as a business, when you get $50,000 from Pizza Hut, that's not your salary. That's your revenue. You know, if you work at McDonald's and McDonald's pays you 15 bucks an hour and you work 40 hours a week, McDonald's isn't going to give you $600 during your, at the end of the week. They're going to give you $476, right? Because they're going to take the taxes out at the front and then they're going to give you what's left over. When you're a business, you're responsible for managing every dollar that comes in from start to finish, including uh, how much you'll owe uh, in, in taxes. So entity structure, super important. How you're taxed as a business is also very important. And then the last thing, the third thing on the, the structure standpoint is your NAX code, N-A-I-C-S. Um, if you go to the IRS website, uh, they're going to say, what type of business are you? Are you a donut shop? Are you a clothing store? Are you a celebrity, right? Because they want you to self-identify the operation of your business. Make sure you pick the right one because ultimately the type of business you run will determine the expenses that are ordinary, necessary, and reasonable for that type of business. So NAX code, entity structure, making sure that you pick the right taxation structure for, for your business, for your family, for your, for your lifestyle, for your wants, for your needs, and then build up uh, revenue opportunities from there. And what happens when the, when the deals start flowing through? You've done all that, and the deals start flowing through. You can choose. Are you chasing all, all the big bucks? What, what brands should you align with? You know, uh, you, you've had some experience in the past playing in the NFL and whatnot. You, you guys have seen how NFL teams get affiliated with organizations and whatnot. Like, should there be a criteria that these athletes should put together, follow that? You know, like, it, it could be confusing. Yeah, I, I really believe you should, right? Nobody ever goes into a game uh, I see a mirror on the live right now playing for the University of Notre Dame. Never once did a mirror go into a game uh, not knowing what the game plan was, right? And not only that, not only did he know what the game plan was, but he practiced the game plan all week so that when they got into the game, they had a reasonable understanding of how they were going to approach the game. I think business is the same way. You know, again, the NCAA turned this, turned this clock on overnight uh, July 1st. And so the businesses that are out there that want to do deals with athletes, they were sitting there waiting with bated breath. And now they're, you know, sliding in the DMs and offering cash and, you know, soliciting athletes to, to, to promote, promote this or promote that. Uh, when the fact of the matter is, is that as a business, I need to have my own game plan, my own practice plan. I need to know that uh, this is the way that, that I'm going to choose to operate. So, again, I really believe that it's very important for uh, these 460,000 new businesses uh, to really take a step back and to say, how am I going to operate as a business? And what do I want to get out of this, right? What's my mission? What's my vision? What are my values? What are my goals? 
And then how am I going to connect my mission, vision, values, and goals uh, with these revenue opportunities that are that are presented to me? Absolutely. At the, at the beginning of every industry, the, we constantly see those that come and try to basically make the most of the uh, vulnerability of those involved in the industry. Is there any advice for these athletes to look out for? Basically, you know, some tips on what they should look out for. Because like I said earlier, everyone's telling them all these great things. But you could affiliate, affiliate yourself with a brand that could impact you getting drafted. You could affiliate yourself with a brand that could, that could impact you losing a scholarship. So what are we looking at? Like, is there, is there a, few, a few questions we can ask, a few things that we can have a look at before we say yes or no? Yeah, so, so my, my dad taught me a couple of things. Number one, you have all your life to work. Um, that's something that I've always kind of taken to heart uh, when I was an athlete. You know, I wanted to get a job when I was 15 or 16 years old because uh, I wanted to make money. I wanted to have money. I wanted to be independent. And my dad said, listen, you're, 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 you're trying to position yourself to, to do something special on the field, and you're not going to have that opportunity forever. So that's always priority number one. Um, the only real way to protect priority number one uh, is to make sure you have good people uh, in your corner. Um, because let's be honest, a lot of these uh, young athletes are, are, are going to get pushed a contract in the face and they've never seen a contract before, right? They're going to be asked to interpret a legal contract written by a lawyer who's been a lawyer for 25 years, and this is the first contract that they've ever read or they've ever signed. So if you don't have somebody that you can push things to to get solid, um, no-strings-attached advice from when it comes to um, doing your due diligence on deals, uh, you got to find somebody. Um, and that could be you know, a mom, a dad, an uncle, uh, or it could be a local attorney, it, whatever it is, right? Just make sure that you never put your John Hancock on something that you don't fully understand. Uh, the second thing my dad taught me was uh, deals are like buses. Um, if you miss this one, another one's coming. So never feel the pressure of having to capitalize or sign on this dotted line, because if you don't sign on this dotted line, they're going to take the deal and give it to somebody else. I guarantee you, uh, if you have an opportunity to sign a deal with somebody and you're being pressured to sign now and you decide not to do it and that deal leaves, no sweat. Just sit, sit out and wait. Be patient. I promise you another deal is going to come along. So those are really the two things is really making sure you have somebody uh, in your corner that can help you interpret uh, the legal nature of this business. Because this is a business in terms of uh, you're exchanging consideration. Uh, a brand is going to give you money or they're going to give you gear for something that you are going to do for them. That is going to be a legal agreement. And you're going to be bound by that agreement once you put your signature on it. So take your time to make sure that that agreement is lined up uh, with your goals, with your mission, your vision, your values. And then look, if you're getting pressured and you don't feel comfortable, trust your gut. 
you know, don't sweat it, let it go. I guarantee you another bus is going to come along uh, at some point in the near future as well. Absolutely. And also one thing to remind is lots of athletes are getting carried away with um, the notion that, you know, social followings, social reach, so on and so on. Remember, audiences, they do get exhausted too. <laughs> so it's, sure. re it's really important that you're very, very careful with who you select and how you select things because your audience can only handle so much, really. So at the end of the day, yes, we're, we're not against you going ahead and signing deals and doing all that fun stuff. But there's a lot between the lines that you, you have to look out for. The art of saying no is a very, very difficult one to learn and actually adopt because when you're excited, you're jumping out of your skin and you've never seen this sort of money before in your life, uh, it's hard to say no. And I can tell you this, a lot of people who are the, the biggest stars right now, in like from Mike Tyson down, Look, look, look what happened with him and uh, what's his name, Don King, right? He was excited. He'd, he'd, he'd never seen this, this uh, money before. He signed lawsuits, you know, he did things that he didn't want to do, almost destroyed his career. So definitely need to learn the art, art of saying no. Absolutely. And the Don King situation kind of leads me to my next point is, you know, what does your organizational chart look like? And, again, that's just a fancy way of saying who's in your huddle. You know, who's on your team? Uh, and I think there's two types of team members. I think there's the people that work for you, so they are internal uh, to your organization. And then there's the people that are doing work for you. You know, that's like your CPA, your lawyer, your bookkeeper. Um, again, the people who aren't necessarily a part of your business, but they're there as a support uh, to your business. And, and I believe there's a, you know, my, my situation – I think is very similar to a lot of situations as far as athletes is concerned. Uh, we have a trusted advisor, usually um, family member, friend, mentor that is willing to uh, help us out and, and, and help us sift through things. You know, if, if NIL was in 2002, when it was my senior year in college, um, I would have leaned heavily on my mom and my dad to help me sort through the, through, through the process. And not to say that my mom and my dad knew everything as it pertains to about business, but they knew more than me. And so I think when it comes to, to, to this, this business of name, image, and likeness, uh, every player should be very intentional about having somebody that can ride shotgun with them. You know, I always say the player is the CEO. This is your company. It's your dream. It's your baby. Ultimately, the success or the failure of it is going to lie on you as the CEO but there's nothing like good having a good COO, you know, a chief operating officer right next to you that can sort through the details and, and look at the fine print and dot the I's and cross the T's and, and ask the tough questions and, and things of that nature. So the organizational chart uh, of your name, image, and likeness business, take that very seriously. You know, if you're just trying to make decisions in a vacuum and do everything by yourself, uh, it's not going to turn out well for you. You don't have enough breadth of knowledge, understanding, experience to always make the best decision uh, based on your own volition. So 
whoever your trusted advisor is, mom, dad, uncle, auntie, grandma, uh, best friends, dad, whoever it is, right? Be, be, be intentional and thoughtful about bringing them in, bringing them close and telling them, hey, I have this opportunity. Here's my mission. Here's my vision. Here's my values. This is how much revenue I want to try to generate, you know, over the next three, four or five months. Can you help me uh, manage the details? Because I still got to practice. I still got to, you know, go out and, and do my schoolwork. I still got to, you know, play, play in the game. So I still got to perform. So ask somebody to help take some of the uh, burden off, the burden of operation off of you. And usually that person is not too far um, from your everyday life. Mom, dad, uncle, sister, cousin, wh whoever it is, they, they, they'd be more than willing to pitch in if you asked them. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty much cert certain of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Jaya, we've uh, been gone now for, for a few minutes. Uh, it's, I think we need to wrap it up before before we let you go. And thank you very much for being being a part of this and basically being the first episode um, on this great American day, July the 4th. I'm sure you can hear the fireworks in the background. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> They're going off. So um, what are your parting words and pieces of, pieces of advice to these athletes? Yeah, so I'll, I'll just uh, I'll recap. Because again, I think this is uh, systematic, right? Um, if you go into this reactive as opposed to proactive, you're not going to get as much out of your opportunity. And somebody once told me a system stands for save yourself time, energy, and money. So I would implore you to create a system. Uh, and this is my system. My system is five points. And I believe that every athlete that's going to decide to pursue this name, image, and likeness opportunity will maximize that opportunity if they have a system. And I'll give you my system and take it for a grain of salt. But I, I really believe that it's important to have a system. So that first piece of the puzzle, like I said, is mission, vision, uh, values, goals. Go ahead and sit down and take a little bit of time uh, to, to define those. The second is what type of business am I operating? You know, what's my NAX code? Um, what's my entity structure? And how am I going to be um, taxed as a business? Um, third is who's on my team? You know, what's my org chart look like? What's my internal org chart? Uh, the people who work for me, maybe it's my mom, my dad are really helping me internally. And then who do I need to help me externally? Accountant, bookkeeper, banker, attorney, whoever, um, whoever that may be. And then the last thing is really like the budget, like understanding like how much money can I potentially bring in? And then what are my expenses associated with that money, right? So making sure that you intentionally design a projected budget, a projected revenue budget and a projected expense budget. Very, very, very important. And then the last thing is, where's the money going to come from, right? Like, how am I going to go out and really pursue revenue? And I think uh, platforms like, like SportsFender, right, is a great way to leverage uh, your opportunity. It's a great way to, to operate efficiently, right? I can go in, I can create a profile, and I can kind of sit back and hang out, and hopefully the platform connects me to, to, to businesses that want to do business with me as opposed to me having to go out and put, energy and effort 
Or do you want to go out and put energy and effort? Do you want to go out and uh, cold call or door knock every car dealership in the, in, the, in the neighborhood to see if they want to do business with you? But again, deciding on your revenue model, how you're going to bring money in, and then making sure all five of those pieces uh, are always interacting together as, as, as efficiently and effectively as possible. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mr. JR, thank you very much for being a part of this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, check out athletellc.com. JR has been very generous and he's got a ton of resources on there. That's his website. He's been in your shoes before. He's played in the NFL. He's played, he's played college football. He's definitely done it all before. What you're doing now, he's already been there and done it. So thank you very much, JR. It's a, been an absolute pleasure to have you on. And uh, happy 4th of July, America. Enjoy. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?